0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for returning, coming back and hanging out with me here on the Word Podcast. We're in the book of Titus right now, Titus chapter 1. And we saw in the last episode in verse 10 that uh, Paul said, you know, there's many rebellious men. And he described these rebellious men as empty talkers and deceivers, especially among those of the circumcision. And we're going to see a little more about that in just a moment. Uh, Those with the Jewish background, these must be silenced because they're upsetting whole families teaching things they should not teach for the sake of sordid Gain, so you see what the agenda is. You see what the purpose is. You see why they're doing what they're doing. They're doing it for the sake of sordid gain. Well, one of these guys themselves, a prophet, said that Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, gluttons, uh, and lazy. And Paul says this. Well, this testimony is true, and that is the pattern of the of the Cretan. That was that's how their society was. And you know what? It's not that much different from ours. Okay. He says, for this reason, reprove them severely that they may be sound into faith. Now, we stopped there last time, the end of verse 13, but that's not the end of the sentence. The sentence goes through verse 14. And I think that sentence, the balance of the sentence gives us insight into who these rebellious men were and what they were doing. So, reprove them severely so that they may be sound in the faith, verse 14, not paying attention to Jewish myths There you go. And commandments of men who turn away from the truth. So he's telling them, don't pay attention to the Jewish myths and don't pay attention to the commandments of men who turn away from the truth. You know, it was a problem in the early church, and it's a problem within the body of Christ today, that we have a tendency to want to uh, go back to some form of a myth. You know, we get enamored with something. In this case, it was Jewish myths, Jewish things that were taught by certain Jewish sects that were not in the Scripture at all. Okay, Not at all. And then he says, And commandments of men who turn away from the truth. The commandments of men have always been voluminous. There's commandments of men uh, uh, within the Lutheran Church, within the Methodist Church, within the Catholic Church, within the Baptist Church. So much of what is done is simply commandments of men. And they turn away from the truth. So he's telling them, you know what? You need to severely rebuke these folks. That's the reason that he was telling Titus that when you appoint these men, make sure that they're ones, these elders, these overseers, that they hold fast the word of truth, that they exhort in sound doctrine, that they can refute those who contradict. People will contradict. We need to know the truth where we can say, hey, here's what the deal is. This is the truth of the word of God. You're wrong. Now, listen to two more verses here. This will be the balance of our time together today. Verse 15 of Titus 1. To the pure, all things are pure. But to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But both their mind and their conscience are defiled. So if you're pure, Okay, then all things are pure. If you're pure, if you're saved, if you're born again, you can you can talk about the Jewish myth thing. You can explore these things, okay? It's not like you're having to hide from this kind of stuff. But he says, no, if you're defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. And what happens to those folks is their mind and their consciences are defiled. The fact that he says that they are unbelieving shows us that they're not believers. So again, to the pure. All things are pure. But to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But both their mind and their conscience are defiled. Verse 16. They profess to know God, but by their deeds de- they deny Him, being detestable and disobedient and worthless for any good deed. Woo! Woo! That's a sort of in-your-face type of thing right here, isn't it? He says, you know what? These folks right here, these rebellious men, these ones that are teaching this kind of stuff, the things that they should not teach, remember that? Here's what they really are. Their deeds reveal who they are, and they're not good deeds. He says, as a matter of fact, they are worthless for any good deed. Well, why are they worthless for any good deed? Well, there's a bunch of Ds right here, okay? They're worthless for any good deed, number one, because they deny him. Okay? They deny Him. That's the bottom line. If you deny the Lord, if you deny that He's Messiah, if you deny the truth of the Scripture, either uh, by uh, commission or omission, whatever it may be, if you deny it, then you're going to be worthless for any good deed. Again, people do that all the time. You'll have people that will be teaching and preaching, on some, and they'll just skip over a passage because, well, it's just too hard to understand. I'm not going to worry about that right now. Okay? Got to be careful with that. I understand about passages being too hard to understand. I understand about not covering everything every time, okay? <coughs> Excuse me. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But what I am saying is if you deny the truth of the Scripture, uh, here's one thing I hear a lot in our um, circles. People will sit there and say things. Well, As a matter of fact, this came to me from... Um, uh, I had an example yesterday. Where is this? Oh, I know. It's a, a local lady in our Bible study who has moved. She's relocated. And so she lives out of town and at uh, another town. And she's gotten involved with another church and she went to another Bible study and was there a couple of weeks and realized sort of what was going on. But it's fine. She feels like God has told her to be there, even though at first she says she got sort of irritated with it, you know? But here's what the bottom line is with it. Somebody would say, well, these gifts of the Spirit are not for today. They're not for today. Well, guess what? You're denying Him when you say that. I'm glad my friend is there because she's going to manifest those gifts and she's going to love and she's going to reveal to this group of people that guess what? They are real for today. And She'll do it through the Word. She'll do it through the power of the Spirit, all in love, okay? These folks didn't do this. They denied Him, and by denying Him, they are being detestable detestable isn't that a great word okay abominable is the way the king james says it okay they were being detestable i, I love it sometimes when you look up the greek word for something to see what it really means you should work up the, look up the greek word for detestable you know what it means uh, detestable <laughs> okay and disobedient so here they are they denied him they were detestable they're abominable before him and they're disobedient and because of that they're worthless for any good deed. Now, why is Paul saying all this to Titus? Why is he saying all this to us? Because, folks, we have a role and a responsibility to silence people, to speak forth the truth, to exhort in sound doctrine, and to refute those uh, who contradict us, okay? And they're not really contradicting us. They're contradicting the truth of the Word of God. Well, this evening before you recline upon your night bed, go and read the entirety of the first chapter of Titus. Sort of bring it all together. We've looked at it here in several episodes. But just look at the flow of it. and Look what he's saying. And then just seek the Lord and let the Lord, and just tell the Lord, say, hey, Lord, I'm willing to do this. Use me as you desire and see what happens. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time.